0: Hello, everyone.
1: Welcome to The Daily Grind. My name is Kelly Johnson, your fun and friendly host. We are in episode nine of season five, the very best one yet. What is up, The Daily Grinders? My name is Kelly, your host, as always. We have a new segment, a new feature that we are doing on social, and we want you to be a part of it. The Daily Grind, that's the name of our podcast. What does The Daily Grind mean to you? Our simple phrase, following a certain routine every morning to start your day or on a larger scale that shapes the outlook on your life. Submit yours on our direct link form direct.me slash dailygrindpod or visit us on social at dailygrindpod and get featured I'll keep the introduction short because we have a special guest on today's podcast. I'd like to introduce to Sean Faley. Sean is the founder and CEO of VitCruiter, one of the fastest growing remote recruitment platforms in the world, helping companies attract and hire better talent. Uh, 75,000 plus recruiters use VitCruiter to modernize their hiring and their clients include organizations like Samsung, United Nations, Lionsgate, Chicago Bears, and U.S. Foods. So welcome to the show, Sean.
0: Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for having me.
1: Yes. Thanks for coming on to The Daily Grind. Our listeners are beyond excited to learn more about your story and what you do. So yes, I'm gonna hand over the mic to you or hand over the screen. We're gonna throw in some puns here and there. Can you briefly introduce yourself and what you do on your Daily Grind?
0: Cool, thank you, uh, Kelly. Yeah, so my name's Sean Fay. I'm a tech company called VidCruiter. Early in 2009, uh, someone asked me to help them hire 200 people as fast as possible. And they said, yeah, you know what, maybe we could do that in six months or a year. And I was thinking like, how would you hire 200 people in 30 days? So I just had this idea to start this automated hiring system that would screen candidates 600 or 700 people, but within 30 days, you'd just be doing interviews all day long and it would be automated. and They would just show up and you would just, you know, decide who you wanna hire.
1: So Sean, a uh, really interesting background uh, and you literally had that aha moment uh, on your daily grind. Can you tell our listeners more about, you know, developing one of these most advanced hiring platforms you know, on the market today. Like you reminded us back, but now kind of fast for us forward, what goes behind the scenes uh, BTS in regards to kind of building this and developing it. So a lot of great organizations uh, utilize recruiter
0: uh, Yeah, definitely. So uh, we started with like just developing each product that would automate different stages of recruiting and look at it as different stages, right? So the first stage that we automated was the phone screen. Uh, We did that with, uh, what's called pre-recorded or asynchronous video interviewing, think of it like Netflix. So it's like, you log into Netflix, you watch movies, you log into VidCruiter, you watch people answer your interview questions. And they're not just answering some kind of video resume. They're actually answering like your specific interview question that you would have asked them in a phone screen or first interview. That was our first product. Uh, and it's just video interviewing. And then from there, you're like, okay, who do I actually want to talk to? Who's actually qualified? Do they actually have the right answers? Do they actually know what is going on here? Uh, Those are the kinds of questions that you sort of go through and and ask and check. So that was one of our first solutions. Then we built a scheduling platform to schedule all your interviews, just like Calendly kind of works, but the same idea, but built in for recruiting. So it has like... Do you have any special recruitment needs or any special accommodation needs that you need for the interview? Like specific questions that you need to ask during an interview while you're scheduling someone are built into the scheduler. Then we went into a video conferencing system, and we built that back on the back of something called WebRTC, which is an open source technology that Google and a bunch of other companies put together. Um, so everyone has that tech in their browser. Uh, so that everyone could have like easy access to video conferencing, but auto scheduled at a time that's convenient so that your system just auto books, auto sends a video conference, you know, and then you build in your interview questions inside. It, it's just all a sort of cool dynamic product that does all these kinds of things. Um, and then we built it on, on top of what like a CRM basically like for, for what's called an applicant tracking system. So it's just all of these sort of little parts came together to build this automated hiring system um as an end goal Mm -hmm.
1: yeah really well said again you're helping us simplify every stage of the hiring process literally for our organization and help us yeah a to z uh i think we have to do our research even more just check out your website over a hundred thousand recruiters now use uh which is uh, continues to grow best is yet to come uh, on today's episode, I really want to uh, dive into your story, though, and your wealth of knowledge and uh, with our um, daily grinders out there that have uh, their entrepreneurs or startup founders or business owners that are really looking to level up uh, their respective in their respective industry uh, and your knowledge in, uh, you know, attracting top talent uh, in hiring things of that nature. So. I come over to ask. We kind of had a poll of different questions here. What are some of the some of your pro strategies for attracting the top talent in a global uh, digital economy?
0: I think really uh, it depends on what stage of company you're at. But if you're a small company, uh, it's really about sharing your story and vision of what you're doing, what you're planning on doing, and finding people that want to be part of that. You know, when you're starting off, like when I was at the beginning, we didn't really have a lot of money, so We had to find ways to get staff engaged and excited about what we were doing. So we would sort of help make them be owners of the company, right? Even if it's not a major ownership stake, it's just kind of like, how can I help other people participate in the benefit of this business growing? That's kind of the idea that we um, had and some of the goals that we had. So it's kind of like, okay, share your story, get people in on the ownership, uh it doesn't have to be a huge percentage you know and you can make it as stock options or something like that you know like a lot of tech companies do stock options but why can't a restaurant do a stock option or a profit share like what's the you know what's the problem with sharing that in a different more traditional kind of business it works really well for tech companies i don't see too many people outside of tech doing that so why not you know use what's out there to your advantage to help grow your business especially at the beginning to make sure that you're just sharing the wealth with other parties and then they'll work harder. You know, people tend to work a lot harder if they're owners. So these are some of the tips and tricks that I've done to help make our business be more successful.
1: Yeah, really well said, Sean. And just, again, helping us level up in our respective industry, but then being able to align with the goals and achieve those objectives in both short term and long term to continually grow here. Uh, Another question too, I have in regards to, you know, on the recruitment side, how can recruiters improve the candidate experience at online hiring events to attract? Uh, top talent
0: online hiring i mean it, we highly recommend using video to showcase your story we also recommend like making sure that you have a cool online profile like on your career page what does it say what can you talk about there what what does it say that you're doing like share your vision of what you're going to do on your career page and this kind of stuff because applicants will go look at that and then you just got to drive traffic to your online event or to your recruiting event. Uh, And that's by using the right channels like Indeed and ZipRecruiter and other companies are out there to sort of help drive and get people to know about what it is that you're doing and how it's moving forward and and this kind of stuff. So these are the sort of tactics that we help people uh, drive traffic to online events.
1: Really well said, Sean. Uh, Really interesting, too, uh, in regards to just uh, being able to. Being the best that we can be more effective and efficient uh, from an online hiring uh, standpoint in, in terms of you know looking at the cost benefit ratio here what is like the real cost of poor hiring decisions
0: it can vary depending on how bad and how long but and generally speaking for executives it's just, could be hundreds of thousands that you lose uh, by having the wrong person come in and then give the wrong strategy and send you the wrong way and then you're going to start over and refresh everything and go back to just just from scratch really. Uh, and that can happen to anyone. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's hard to know exactly who you're hiring, if they're going to be good or not. If you can, it's good to try someone as a consultant before, you know, sometimes people already have full-time jobs, so you may not be able to do that, but I've learned that it's, just get them to do a project on the side and pay them for the project right like pay them as a consultant and see the kind of work that they do the kind of thought and process that they do that is a huge differentiator in terms of like uh an approach to making sure that you have the right people is to test them before you actually go and not just like a little like oh here's a one-hour project like get them to do a full-out plan or strategy or something that you could actually use in your business like you would pay a consultant and I would get someone to do that on top of their full-time job. So it'd be like, hey, don't quit your job yet. Just let's see, you know, if we can work together. And that would be a good way to to do that.
1: Yeah, and then you're not really as, like, I wouldn't say fully invested is the right word. But one, you get to see their, their talent firsthand. And then two, uh, like you mentioned on the testing side, because you don't want to commit to something that's not, it might not, you know, see return in the long run my next question in regards to r- removing that uh bias from the interview process that structure interview can you go a little bit more into that met- methodology and how can we can implement that in our organization or um you know the benefits coming out of it in addition to again uh reducing the high the hi- poor hiring decision costs but also in the longer term too
0: sure i mean you know it's easier if you have a tool like ours that just does all that for you. You know, instead of Googling and then trying to get questions and then try to make sure you have the right questions. Like our structured interview guide is built into the video conferencing system, so you show up, your questions are there, and it's like okay. And then you rate them directly in there. It auto scores them and auto the tablets for you. Same thing when you're watching the asynchronous video or the pre-recorded. It's just the rating guide's built in. You put in your scores, it's automatically done, right? but the the intent is really that everyone's treated the same everyone has a fair interview there's no bias coming into the interview you can have multiple people evaluate even just the rating guides like so people don't realize that having a guide that tells you what to look for in an answer is dramatically easier you might think oh i've been doing this for 20 years i'll know it's like yeah you only know after you hear it four times right if you had that guide up front like you know for fun we're building a chat gpt plugin but you could just go to chat gpt and say what's a good interview question okay What's the top 10, whatever, and then what's the best answer to this interview question? And then it'll give you examples of answers. You can even ask it to put it on a scale for you and, you know, structured ratings or whatever. You can Google all that stuff. But it really, really, really helps in terms of moving that needle for you to understand the process you're going to go through. That's really what the, the difference is.
1: Yeah, it keeps us on in line and keeps us on track too in regards to just again hiring the best talent, but also being able to move the needle when it comes from the business standpoint as well. Uh, being more efficient in our own roles and everything. Have you noticed over the years, uh, different hiring, uh, changes or the market as a whole or trends that you'd like to share on today's show? Uh, just what you've recognized. Um, obviously, you have to be more, I- stay innovative and stay open to new ideas, but, um it that you've seen in the industry or just the outlook ahead
0: yeah i mean um ai is coming into play here where there's like automated hiring decisions there's also a lot of laws coming to push against that to protect candidates because some of those hiring decision systems could have biases and like high like amazon tried to do this they built an ai to predict who they should hire and the system just started hiring white males all the time right so it was like, okay well that's not good so um they stop that project, but that's could still be happening with other tools. No one knows, right? They're just like, oh, whatever, it's you know, helping us, but it's like is it? So there's a lot of laws coming against that. We're pushing into what's called ethical AI to make sure that our products are like vetted, that there's no bias, that we go through different kind of audits, that they're IO psychologists that are reviewing that. You you just gotta be careful when you're looking at those kinds of tools. A lot of companies don't care and they just like try to sell whatever, right? So Then you could get sued for discrimination and even if the company sells you a product that um that discriminates if you use it you're on the hook for the discrimination it doesn't matter if the company um discriminates or not like their products because you're using a discriminatory product you're on the hook for it so You know, you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. We've been a little bit slower to adopt those technologies and put them in our products just because HR, you know, is not a risk taking department. You know, you don't want to be taking risks with your business. So, uh, but we are doing it in what we call ethical AI and that's kind of the future of this whole thing. Uh, But you got to go one foot at a time and not run into that kind of situations. So that's just the sort of feedback I give people.
1: Yes and you mentioned too like earlier on AI and uh, chat GBT like video interviewing here that this is not going away. This is this is here for the long stay right?
0: You got it. Yeah I mean pre-COVID um, we would have maybe not said that but now it's like no one goes anywhere anymore. Everyone's working from home. Everyone's they have a hard time going back to the office and even there you know we'll do calls in the office. Sometimes we're all in the office we still on a video call, right? Because it's just, we don't want to get up and go to the boardroom. I mean, you're so used to it. Now it's changing, but the video is here to stay for sure. And the technologies to help you with video is what we do best.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, again, uh, all the best success uh, with you and your team at uh, Vic Cruder. In terms of uh, you know being in this space, in this field, uh, Sean, what do you still hope to accomplish in this field going forward?
0: uh yeah i mean there's a lot to do still uh, in our business to make sure that we keep moving the business forward and um with the right like automating recruiting and doing it in a way where humans are still involved right that's sort of my goal we don't want to get to a point where you don't need humans anymore because you it's just well what's everybody everybody gonna do so the goal is like we're going to build tools that give humans power or an HR department of recruiters power to get faster, more efficient, better quality, uh, be compliant in their processes. Uh, These are the kinds of things that we're doing just to empower people to, you know, get the right people in the door faster. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, that's really well said, Sean. Again, you are helping many HR teams uh, worldwide, you know, save time, money, and headspace by minimizing, um, you know, different outdated technology and helping us become more efficient in our everyday lives, in our daily grind. Speaking of the daily grind, what really fuels your daily grind? Is it an uh, important goal or purpose, uh, vocations, uh, internal or external factors?
0: Uh, it's pretty much all internal. I mean, it's just the uh, same since I was young. I just started working really hard, you know, and, uh, maybe 12 hours a day and I haven't stopped. So, I mean, I stop on weekends sometimes, but Uh, basically it's just internal motivation to just keep moving forward and keep producing quality. And yeah, that's basically what it's just an internal grind um, clock. And I I think that's people need to, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you got to find that way to get to that passion. Um, And, you know, people say fall in love with your product or whatever. I say fall in love with your process or process, depending on what part of the country you're in. But uh, it's really like fall in love with the act of being in business and running a business Uh, and then you'll do much better than falling. Like people say, Oh, find something you're passionate about and do that. No, no, become passionate about business. And then no matter what you do, you'll be successful. That's a, that's the way to do it in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Really well said, Uh, Sean. Again, what fuels you on your day to day true daily grinder on today's episode. Uh, Speaking of daily grind, uh, that's the name of our podcast, Sean, what does the daily grind mean to you?
0: Uh, Daily grind needs to be getting up, getting stuff done, and going home with a smile on your face because you did something today that made your job and your life better and hopefully as well for your community and the world at large.
1: Really well said. We might have to repurpose that, put that as our, our ta- up, uh, update, our own tagline <laughs> here. That, that was really great definition uh, Feeling us on, on today's ground and, and this episode in particular uh in closing sean we, we talked about your your schedule you have quite the grind going on at evick here uh what's on your daily grind you know, layer this year what's on the radar you know back half of uh 2023
0: uh for me it's just keep moving victor forward i mean we're we're growing we're expanding everything going forward basically
1: Yeah, really well said. We're excited for you, your uh, future growth ahead, and all the best uh, as we say on the podcast. Keep up the grind with you and and Vic Kruder here. Uh, Speaking of your story, Sean, very inspirational. Uh, Do you have a word of the day to motivate our listeners out there, or even a quote, uh, saying, mantra?
0: So many different quotes that I can say. I use Twitter a lot. Twitter's like the best way to get information. Uh, so get your information from Twitter, from a curated list of the top people in the space that you want to go for, and then just keep trying uh, and keep grinding. Like they say that grit is the, one of the reasons that people are successful. And grit is like persistence, basically. And work that muscle. So if you think about going to the gym work some physical muscle, grit is a mental muscle that you can work and, and, and get better at. So you just got to work on getting better at persistence or better at grit. Uh, That would be the number one thing that I would say uh, as any entrepreneur or someone who wants to just do better at life is get better at working that muscle to get it stronger so that you have more persistence in your life.
1: Yeah, really well said, Sean. Great. I really like that word. I think that uh, quote fits perfectly with your story. What you do, what you're looking to compass out here in the world, make a difference in in terms of helping us level up in our respective industry. Uh, last but not least, Sean, if our listeners have questions, comments, want to get in touch with you, want to learn more about uh, Vic Cruder here, how can I do so?
0: Um, yeah, our website is vidcruiter.com. You can find me on LinkedIn, too. Send me a message if you're interested in what we're doing. Uh, sign up for a demo on our website. Uh, follow our accounts on Twitter, LinkedIn. But, yeah, we're super excited about the future of our business. I'm su- super thankful for your time here, Kelly, today. It's a great ch- little chit-chat. And, yeah, we're here to help with anyone who needs recruiting help.
1: Great. We'll put where to find Sean and Vic Kruder in today's show notes, as always. Thanks again for tuning to today's episode. A big thank you to Sean for being on the podcast. Thanks for tuning to The Daily Grind this week. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at Daily Grind Pod. Please also remember to visit our website, www.kjfwi.org, and shop our merch until next time my name is kelly johnson have a great day this episode was produced by the kelly johnson foundation with music composed by connor christian